I'm talking about. Accidentally. All right, guys. <laughs> That's right. Welcome to episode 31 of the Dragon Drive, Dragon Drive Show presented by Summit Racing. I'm excited about tonight, y'all. We have a new Dragon Drive World Champion points leader. We have new Dragon Drive World Champion sponsors and event updates. We have a new bump spot in the top 100 racer list. We have new names on it. We have the new bump spot. Y'all, Eric went to One Guy's Garage Drag Weekend. He's got class winners, fun stories, uh, favorite cars and racers. You know we're going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about Hot Rod Drag Week 2023 stories, records, and racers. We've got Back to the Street and Race Week updates. We got guests include tonight our Ryan Hargett and Carl Stansel III from Dragon Drive Events. Y'all, we're going to have a good time. Um, Eric, let's kick off the show with your awesome intro, and then we'll do the uh, the intros of ourselves. <laughs> Guys, I'm here with Dave Terezi, Mr. Energy. Oh, yeah, I'm psyched to be here. Thanks for having me. And I'm. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about this right here. All right, guys. Again, I hope you are ready for this because this is going to be a good show. We are fast-paced, though. I have a hard stop at 9 p.m., which is when my kids go to bed, and I'm traveling before they are up in the morning, so we are going to... I'm just telling you right now, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. We are cutting this thing off, even if we're mid-sentence. All right, if you don't know, my name is Mike Narks. I am a Dragon Drive statistician, promoter, and host of the Dragon Drive show and news. And my co-host, the dude right over there, uh, Eric, tell him who you are and what you do, bud. I am Eric White. I am a rising creator, apparently, on uh, yeah. Facebook now. So uh, help out with drag and drive hang addiction. On, hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. Your top two percent last, last week, top last four week. percent this week, dude. Yep. You're you're an animal. You're an animal. <laughs> Got to stay busy. Uh, also right. help out with everything drag and drive addiction. And when I'm not doing that, I'm running my own channel and selling products for 815 LSX swaps. That is awesome. Well, y'all, I want to say from the deepest part of my heart, thank you to all of our race car friends that are out there for your support, your comments, your shares, your likes. I tell you, it helps keep me motivated when I've had three hours of sleep and I need to put out a video while I'm on Drag Week sitting outside at Thunder Valley in Bristol, Tennessee, trying to keep my head up to edit a video. So I just want to say thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Paulette, and thank you to our sponsors, Summit Racing, Molly Motorsports, Howard's Cams, Sweet Patina, and Racing Junk Classifieds for making this dream a possibility for me. I, I cannot say thanks enough for, for everything that you do for us. And remember when I said that share word up there? Please do that while we're getting this thing started. All right, let's jump in. We're going we're gonna to kick it off right out of the gate, guys. 
We're going to talk about events, and then we're going to get into the hard-hitting news. So right now, Redwood Rally is going on. It literally is happening right now. They are probably done racing right now. I think they, they end at four today, like my note here says. Tomorrow, they're going to be at Coos Bay Speedway. I think that is in Oregon. Oregon, yeah, Oregon and Washington. So that's going to be pretty cool. I've been, there's some pictures down below from Brian Collinsworth that he has posted on Facebook. Y'all, it looks beautiful. It looks like the Alaska Speed Week of the West Coast. I'm really excited about Redwood Rally. From what I've seen of the results, there are a ton of new names. I'm telling you, 60 to 70% look like new drag and drive competitors. And if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will, because that's, that's a big step in the right direction for us. So I'm excited for that team out there. And I know that they are just hammering through, you know, they're, they're midweek now. So there'll be, you know, two days of racing. And then now they've got, uh, I guess, three days left. So. Yeah. I've been following that. I've been following them on Instagram too. They've been posting a bunch of stuff. Yep. They, they really knock it out. I think Heather's in charge of all the social media for them and they've really been doing a great job. The next event up is what I'm headed to in the morning, uh, back to the streets in Detroit or Milan dragway for Friday, Lapeer for Saturday. And then we're racing back of the track. No prep on Sunday, back at Milan gates open at seven on Friday. Registration starts at nine racing at 11. This is going to be a fun event. There's going to be a lot of repeat drag and drive people coming but there are a lot of no prep street race guys that are coming to this as well so it should be should make for a really good time and a lot of fun racing i've never been to a no prep and i've never been to a back of the track so it's going to be a good time there and then of course i'm flying from the detroit area out to denver 54 dollar ticket i don't know why you wouldn't have done that in the first place to race week, which actually starts on Saturday at Pueblo, but I can't be there because I'm going to be at Milan. So this is going to be an awesome week because this is the first time race week has gone to the Rocky Mountains. So typically race week, which is what got me started in this, is in Texas and Oklahoma. Now we're going to be, we're taking all of these guys that are used to 70s and 80s degree racing weather and low elevations, and we're going to put all of them people in the mountains. We were looking at, or I think uh, Adam may have posted, or maybe Matt posted, that it had gotten into the 30s a few nights already Wow! in the mountains where we're going to be. Where we are going to be is going to be in the 30s. I don't know if I'm built for that. Uh, <laughs> Steve, Stephen is taking his 10 by 20 tent with sides on it, and we're going to put a heater inside and hopefully not uh, freeze to death out there. <laughs> so there's be some good but, stories there. Oh, man, it's going to be awesome. What I can't wait for, so I arrive Monday afternoon. Racers won't get there until Tuesday to race that afternoon from Kearney. There is a drive day between Bandemir on Tuesday and Bandemir on Thursday. So that means I'm going to find a ride in some hot rod, and I'm going to cruise around with that person. I hope it's 150, 200-mile drive that day. I haven't heard anything on the uh, on the route for that yet, but I'm pumped about that one. You know what I'm excited for about that? What's that? Is the pictures that you're going to be sending me so I can edit and post some good pictures. Yeah. So we we tag teamed Drag Week, and I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, but we tag teamed Drag Week and loaded. I was loading pictures to him. He was editing and putting them out. It worked great. But 
I will tell you, I'm not really a great photographer, but Eric made them look really good. So uh, next event up is October. Where That's right. We're moving into October already. October 10th through 14th is the Street Machine Drag Challenge from the uh, from Australia. This year, they have a dial your own class. So you can see, I mean, they got all kinds of classes. I don't know. But this is a, uh, this event has, this will actually be the second time for this year that this event has been hosted. Yep. They, they kept getting pushed back because of the, uh, because of COVID. And now they're able to have it in their normal time of year. So I, I'm, I'm excited to see that one because October for them is like spring for us because they're on the different part of the world. They want the world's round and they're done. <laughs> and then uh, we have Carl Stansel on later to talk about Drop the Hammer, Great Lakes Drop the Hammer, Dragon Drive, a weekend regional event, eighth mile racing. I think there's going to be a lot of racers that are going to come out to this that are wanting that last event of the year. They're wanting that one last thing. This is held at US 131 in Martin, Michigan and goes to Onondaga, maybe. I think that's how you say it. And then back to Martin. So it should be a really, really good event. Should be a cool turnout. And uh, a lot of folks, our friend Jay Blanchard, uh, who runs JWire Solutions, is one of the sponsors of this event. And we got to talk about it a little bit over Drag Week last week. So I'm excited about that one. It's going to be a cool one. Obviously, I'm not going to that, uh, sadly, because that's uh, that's just, I can't, it's too much travel because I'm gone the next weekend to uh, Summit Racing Midwest Drag Race Series event. Busy, busy. Pretty fun. Oh, yeah. And then Death Week, the last, or no, see, not the last Dragon Drive event, but this is the big Dragon Drive, though. 1,910 miles, I think, is what they figured up on the route mileage. So that should be pre pretty crazy. And then I saw today they're actually going to be in Vegas when the NHRA national event is in Vegas. So they're going to actually um, have it like an exhibit set up out front for all the dragon drive cars that are on there. So that'll be really cool. I'm telling you the being at the NHRA event this last weekend with the 860 class, the street legal class and all of our cars set up there and everything for the exhibition. It was wild. People would walk up to Jay and Brian and be like, hang on, you just drove this a thousand miles and you towed that trailer. And I think a couple of people even went over and like felt the trailer. They're like, okay, it's a real trailer. It's not like aluminum or anything like that. And, it just blew their mind that you could do that. Clay Milliken actually found them all when they were in the staging lanes and had a quick video. You know, he's running down the lanes talking to them while they're warming his top fuel car up. Like, <laughs> dude, it was in the background. Bah, 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 bah. And he's over here looking at Dragon Drive cars. So I did get him to sign my hat. Uh, it's right over here, which is really cool. And then he said that he is working diligently to bring Dentley on a dragon drive and so of course i had to ask what kind of times are you thinking you're going to run in that thing what's the plan and he actually said he'd be happy with tens and i was like tens what kind of and he said i just want to survive he said and it weighs 5100 pounds so wow <laughs> a big truck four-door uh dodge truck that's uh half ton that belonged to his son anyways we can tell that story later we'll, we'll eventually have him on once he does a dragon drive to talk about all this stuff so uh, death week and then oh can't show you that one yet can't <laughs> show you that yet because we want to say thanks to one of our sponsors y'all molly motorsports i got to hang out with eric grillio for what was about an hour spread out through the entire week and of course i didn't get any interview coverage with him because every time i saw him i didn't have the camera and maybe that was what he planned on i don't know we'll see 
Um, but we're going to talk to him next week at race week for sure and see what he's got going on. So just play this ad and then we're moving on to what you guys just saw. Molly Motorsports is the official piston of DragonDrive.com. Molly's Power Pack Piston is the perfect candidate for your drag and drive car. Molly Motorsports competes in drag and drive events and supports our community. Project manager Eric Grillo raced a 10-second stick shift Nova at Hot Rod Drag Week 2022. He's also competed in Rocky Mountain Race Week last year with his C10 truck. Visit mollymotorsports.com for the most recent line of products. All right, so I do want to come back through a few of these comments here and just say hey to these folks. I see Jay Blanchard in here saying hi. He's probably working. He's fixing to go on a big trip with his wife. That'll be a lot of fun for them. I see Brian Acton in here talking about Power Glide Lives Matter because they had to rebuild their Power Glide. We'll tell that story in a few minutes. And then, of course, Adam Green got to see him while we were down there. Rick Dodge, one of my race car friends, got to see him down there. It was really cool. And then obviously the deals I hung out with them several days throughout the week and their, their story of drag week was really a good one. So we'll have them on eventually to, to tell that, but I will say this right now, uh, more than 8,000 RPM is what they were turning because they only had first and second gear in the, uh, in the blue car. So pretty cool story there. And we'll get that eventually. So, all right, let's move on. Drag and drive racer list guys. I have been working diligently through Excel spreadsheets like crazy trying to get things ready for you guys. I promise all of the lists are coming right now. I'm focused like for today and tomorrow I'm focused on the top 100 and the dragon drive world champion points. I wanted to get all of that done before Redwood rally is over and get those posted. And then, you know, we go right into race week. So we'll have a day or two of Redwood rally points that people gather. So we'll have that updated for the top 100 and then we'll go right into race week at the end of next week. So the first bit of info is obviously one of our race car friends, Steve Willingham took over the number one spot or the number 100 spot, sorry, the bump spot on the dragondrive.com top 100 list, right? So this is a list of the, this is a unique racer list. So there's no one's duplicated. So if you've attended more than one event, we use your fastest average to populate this list. This is right on the homepage of drag-n-drive.com. And y'all, this is a big deal because it's the first time we've had folks in the eights this early in the season, right? So usually it took until the last event to get to the eights, but we're already in, at an 881 average. And we still have race. We have Redwood Rally left and race week left to for quarter mile averages y'all that's that's pretty nuts it actually knocked off 14 people off of the sorry 15 people off of the list for um for the top 100 so this is a list of the names there that that were bounced and again all of these folks still had eight second averages which was pretty crazy so Kevin Parton would he would have been bounced but he actually went faster he had an 886 average he actually went faster at drag week. And so now he has an 862 average. So he moved from 89th in the old list to uh, 79th in the new list, which is actually way faster. So that's a huge jump, not just 10 points, but it's really like from off the list to back on. One thing that I thought was really interesting is Sean Baker is the only new name on the top 100 list. Wow. So the other 99 racers have done an event already this year 
and have went fast enough to be on the top 100 list. That's pretty cool. What that does to your brain, dude. That's that's crazy to me. It's crazy because like when I so when I started looking, I'm doing all these formulas and stuff, and I'm like, that can't be right, but it is. So we've we've taken a group of folks and we've not only do we do one a year now, used to now we do two and three and four events a year. <laughs> so so that was pretty cool to uh, to come across all of that. And again, these are quarter mile averages only. If an event has a single day of eighth mile racing like Redwood Rally does this week, then I'll use the Wallace Racing Calculator to calculate those times on that day to a quarter mile time, and that will become your new average. Uh, it's about the only easiest way I can do that. We may do something different next year, but that's the easiest way I can do it this year. So I thought that was pretty neat. <laughs> Carl Steamy strolls in with a warm beer. He's my buddy. And guys, let's talk about Dragon Drive World Champion. Had a huge week at Hot Rod Drag Week. Summit Racing has given a $500 gift card to the winner. The first ever Dragon Drive World Champion. So that's pretty exciting uh, with all the other stuff they do on this. and. Mickey Thompson Tire, Jason, you see giving the big thumbs up there. They are giving a free set of tires and buy one, get one on two other sets of tires for the Dragon Drive World Champion. So that's a huge win. Again, we're trying to make the winner race as inexpensively as they possibly can next year, right? Free tires and a $500 Summit Racing gift card will definitely help with all of that. And I got a, a few minutes with Tom Bailey, and he has guaranteed a spot for the Dragon Drive World Champion for Sick Week 2024 and Sick Summer 2024. Now, we're working through how to uh, take care of payment on those, but uh, I, I will assure you that you will race for free if you are the Dragon Drive World Champion at a national level event in 2024, whether if I got to pay for it myself. So this is pretty awesome. Guaranteed spot, and you guys know Sick, Sick Week has already sold out, and I'm sure we're going to be signing up for six summer sometime early next year. So that's, that's awesome. pretty exciting. We'll say thanks to to Tom and everyone at, at the Sick the Mag team. So that's pretty cool. What's next on that one there? Yeah. So that means we have free entry into Southeast Street. The Dragon Drive World Champion will have free entry into Southeast Street and Yeet, Rocky Mountain Race Week and Race Week, thanks to Matt and June, Hot Rod Drag Week, and now Sick Week and Sick Summer. That's pretty impressive. So essentially you'll be able to, I mean, think about that. Like if you were, you know, we count your top three finishes. So that's at least worth $1,500 right there. Plus the 500 from summit, that's two grand plus the tires from Mickey Thompson, which is really cool because the tires from Mickey Thompson can be purchased at any track. So like if the Mickey Thompson truck is there, you can use the cards to purchase the the your stuff there, purchase your tires on site. So it's not like you have to order ahead of time or something like that. So huge win for the uh, for the group there. So again, all of these will be awarded to the Dragon Drive first ever Dragon Drive World Champion at the first ever Dragon Drive Racer Awards at PRI 2023. So on December 11th, which is that Thursday, December 7th, which is that Thursday at 11 a.m. Sorry, I'm getting it all mixed up there. Sorry about that, guys. That's all right. going to be pretty awesome. I mean, how many events did you <sighs> just list off that they could have free uh, entry in? I think that's all of them. <laughs> right. So, hang on, let me get my notes back up. So we have <laughs> Southeast Street and Yeet, Rocky Mountain Race Week, Race Week, Hot Rod Drag Week, Sick Week, and Sick Summer. Six, Six events. events you could get yep. into if you could afford the time off 
and the travel expenses, yeah. you could go to six events with no entry fee. Yep. You could I'll plus, tell you, I'll tell you plus five hundred bucks and tires. Yep. And yep. I'm sure that's not it. <laughs> I'm sure we're working yeah, on no. more stuff. So Yep. Constantly emailing people. I'm talking to all kinds of different sponsors. That's one great thing about going to these events is it allows me to get in front of those folks and have discussions and things like that with them. So that it's a huge win. Uh, it, it's this is going to be big. This is literally our jumping off point right here. We're you know our focus the entire time has been to take drag and drive mainstream and give you got reward the racers for what they have accomplished and that is what this is going to do because not only are we going to award the drag and drive world champion at the award show we're also having a huge award show that's going to give all kinds of other awards from our sponsors and from other racers that have ideas they want to give and all of the racing lists that we have at least one trophy is going to be given from each of those racing lists so pretty cool it's going to be it's going to be a great time and i really think having it thursday morning is going to allow just the the growth over the weekend right you're going to have a dragon drive world champion hopefully if they can attend walking around with a dragon drive world champion hoodie you know t-shirt i'm telling you there's a lot that's in the works right now that uh it, it's going to be a lot more than what i've listed so far so i want to say thanks to all the sponsors that are coming on board and the folks that have been here since the beginning like summit all right but we have a new leader <laughs> so with the finale of hot rod drag week oh there's that yep right here with the finale of hot rod drag week we have a new dragon drive world champion points leader this racer has completed three national events. You can see them there. They've completed Sick Week, Sick Summer, and Hot Rod Drag Week. They have placed second in every class they've entered. Okay. Now, when you say, oh, man, they didn't win one. I'm telling you, this stuff is hard. You can <laughs> see Pro Street is the class that they've entered. They took second at Sick Week, second at Midwest Drags, and second at Hot Rod Drag Week. They preferred Nitrous as their power adder. We need a, and and the picture in the back there we need a drum for roll drag, <laughs> yeah for drag week he competed in a car that was built in 19 days 19 days picked it up they had all kinds of struggles they actually had to they had their engine builder fly in engine parts in his ultralight airplane to drop off for one of the cars that they were campaigning i'm telling you it gets really good guys let's congratulate if you're at home right now i need a clap because our new points leader is Graham Hayes. With 101 points, this dude is bad to the bone. This is our first racer to get over 100 points in the Dragon Drive World Champion point series. You can see here he accumulated 33 points at Sick Week because he had an eight-second average. He accumulated 34 points at Midwest Drags because he had a seven-second average. And then 34 points at Drag Week because of his seven-second average, which... His seven-second average is a 7.5. So pretty impressive there to run down all of that. Y'all, congratulations to Graham Hayes. I hope you were giving him the clap at home. That's pretty impressive. And, guys, again, they campaigned two cars at Drag Week. Like, that's very hard. And a brand-new car that was built in 19 days for Hot Rod Drag Week. So congratulations to him. I'll be making a standalone post here shortly congratulating him and and basically saying how he did and accumulated the points from there so if somebody would do me a favor and tag him in this that would be greatly appreciative again graham hayes 
That way he can see this. I sent him a message earlier today that said, uh, you're going to want to watch the show tonight and send him a link. But I don't know if he's not on Facebook or something like that. So if somebody has his number, will you please send him a text and let him know that uh, we just talked highly of him. So that's pretty awesome. I'm telling you, this is an, this, these are the kind of folks that we want to win this award. Folks that are, they finish high in their class. Every time they go out, they have no quit in them, which they don't. They had the heads off or the valve covers off that car at least three or four times. I think almost every day they were working on something to keep both cars in competition. And uh, obviously it paid off, you know, second place in every event you've entered. Are you, are you kidding me? So I didn't do any what ifs this week, but there's a lot of what ifs because we've got a few folks at Redwood Rally that uh, could be potential contenders and then also we have uh race week right up against it and we're going to see some fun stuff after race week but the benefit for him is he already has three events so you know we had talked with brian acton and jay blanchard we talked about them a few weeks ago and how they could end up in that point series well then the power glide slipped on them one day and so they they only turn in an 1169 pass which put them out of competition to be on the podium for the 850 class so you can see where it just takes one thing it just takes one thing so that's why this is so open uh, I'm, I'm telling you i'm excited about the dragon drive world champion this is going to really change the game for everybody do you All know right. do you know offhand what the number of points is for second place uh 96 hold on i'll tell you 96 yep oh i was just curious on if uh, first place was 101, how far back second place was? Yeah, second place is Clark Rosenstengel and Evan Yurkwitz with 96 points. Gotcha. Yep. So I, I don't know how that breaks down within their stuff, but um, and, and I don't know if Clark has another event planned this year to attend. But you know, he could attend. I mean, he could go to race week and leave tomorrow and go to race week and and probably do very very well. And then Evan, the same thing. But uh, I think Evan lives in the Southeast, so he could do Southeast Street and eat. And unless he has points figured from there, you know, all it takes is him finishing in a second place and he's tied with Graham. Yeah. So pretty crazy. And then, of course, it goes to the fastest overall uh, car. So I don't know. We're going to have we're going to have some pretty interesting stuff. Let's see. Ryan Hargett is asking what his points are. Ryan Hargett currently has 72 points. So if you have questions of where you're at, just send me a, a message, Mike Michael Narks on Facebook. Send me a message, and I'll send them over to you with how how your event stuff breaks down and and what points you're at, because then you can begin to decide if you want to maybe make a run at something. You know, with 72 points, if Ryan shows up to like race week or Southeast Street and Yeet or something like that, yeah, you know, I mean he could he could theoretically throw down another 30 something points and be in the lead. All he needs is 30. And you can get that pretty easy, 26 to finish, and then a, a second place class podium, and you're suddenly uh, ahead of that. So, anyways, we're getting into the meat. This is where <laughs> this this game is really going to be played right here. And the cool part is we have race week, um, and we have Southeast Street and Eat left. Death week will count because I've talked about it all year, no matter what their car count registration is. The struggle with Death Week is they're not there's no classes, so the top three cars will receive the seven points for first, five points for second, and 
third place for uh, gets three points. So we're, we will keep death week. I will say this for 2024 champion point series. We are just going to lay out these eight, nine, 10 events will be what we count from. It's too hard to start manipulating drive miles. It's too hard to manipulate, you know, oh man, registration and things like that. I'm not going to worry with that. We're going to put, Hey, these events are the number. If events that are national level caliber events come out during the year, we'll talk with our sponsors and see if it's okay that we add those. If, you know, if, if at that point we're like, Hey, this is, this is it. That's what, that's what it's going to be. So I don't know. Anyways, uh, congratulations to Hayes, to, to Graham Hayes. Let's move on. Uh, I see Ryan Hargett giving the old hmm face. Yep. <laughs> so that's pretty exciting, dude. Uh, Oh, hang on. Let me, uh, let me pull this down off the screen. Cause I want to talk about what I found on summit racing before you talk about one guy's garage drag weekend. Cause you had a blast. I did. Even though I was only there for one day, I was the first person in line when the gates opened to get into Byron. That's awesome. That's awesome. And dude, how many pictures did you post? Uh, I posted 300 and something on drag wow. and drive addiction and about another 90 on motorsports paparazzi from the other cars that weren't drag and drive event. Man, over, that's crazy. Ooh. I think overall I took over 800 photos and I did end up losing some of them in the beginning due to SD card problems. Yep. Well, let's jump into found on racing on summitracing.com. Y'all again, I'm on here all the time. Uh, my first thing is a camping cooler because I had a cooler with me. Obviously you do that when you camp. I camped all week with Jesse Fox at 3G video. I want to say thank him for showing me the ropes, but I needed waters and uh, at least three of the five days they were at the car and I was at the starting line. So <laughs> This, this cooler right here is going to be one of the first things I order when I get back from, from race week. And then I also wanted to see what's the most expensive camping chair that Summit Racing has. And it's this Dometic Go compact camp chair. Y'all, this is aluminum frame. I don't know what 600 denier fabric means, but it sounds fancy, right? I tried to see what the weight of this thing was, but it wasn't on there. But 150 bucks for a camping chair. I know some of you fancy folks out there have one of these. I'd like to know, is it worth it? Uh, there was a few on here that had like five-star reviews. They were like, great chair. It blows my mind that a camping chair is 150 bucks. Yeah, so, for sure. The one, I, the one I sit in is 20. <laughs> and, it, and it comes in a bag. Yeah, from Walmart. You know? <laughs> so this one here. Pretty neat deal. I, I was like kind of blown away at 150 bucks for a uh, for a chair. So, anyways, that's my found on Summit Racing, guys. Please, anytime you go to look for parts, let that be your first stop. Let SummitRacing.com be your first stop. They're a huge supporter of the community, but also of our brand here at Dragon Drive Addiction. And don't forget when you order that cooler, throw in one of these uh, Dragon Drive Addiction hats, uh, t-shirt. It's almost hoodie weather, so you could throw in a hoodie. Uh, make sure you throw one of those items in your order as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to have that stuff. All right, dude, I'm going to let you drive for the One Guy's Garage Drag Weekend coverage. All right. So as I said, I showed up to Byron about 7.30 a.m., uh, first car in line to get into the gates. I was able to get my media vest 
So I had a Byron vest that I wore. So that way I was able to get trackside, get photos, um, went and took tons of photos. I did go down each side of the track. I went through the pits. I think I ended up doing 15,000 steps for the day. They did get rained out on Friday from Cordova. They went to Byron on Friday, and then it was also raining at Byron on Friday. So then they went and stayed, I think it was at Fox Lake or Fox River, and then they came back to Byron Saturday. And because they weren't sure on the weather, if they were going to be able to get racing on on Sunday at Tri-State, they did collect three time slips just in case, but they were able to make it to Tri-State and race all day at Tri-State. So that's awesome. These are your class winners here. So Outlaw was the eighth mile class. Uh, Outlaw winner was Carl Thomas with a 5.10 average in that uh, beautiful Fox Body Mustang. Yeah, I'm a fan of that car. That looks cool. Uh, runner up in Outlaw was Adam Folger in, uh, with a 5.35 average. That was another pretty sweet car. I think it was twin turbo, if I remember right. Nice. Yeah, it looks like it is with the, the hood exits there. Yep. And then we have True Street winner, which was Derek Hurd. He had a 9.22 average. And True Street runner-up was Doug Dahl with a 9.83 average. And then we move into Factory Street winner was John Thuringer with a 9.76 average. If I remember correct, I think John has done five or six One Guy Garage Drag weekends now. Wow, so he's a regular... Awesome regular there uh factory street runner-up was brian got a misspelling there brian atwood with a 10.16 average in that uh cadillac ctsv wagon there dude you can't beat that like a, a ctsv wagon that runs low tens i'm in right me too uh stick shift winner was chuck um schleicher with a 10.21 average and then the stick shift runner-up was Bridget Morris with an 11.19 average. And I don't know if you remember when we went over who was going to be there a few weeks ago. I'm almost positive that this was Bridget's first drag and drive event. Yep, I think I think I remember her saying that. Yep. So that was pretty cool That's that awesome. she uh, placed second in her first mm-hmm. ever drag and drive event. Especially in a class that's that that hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like stick shift and all that. So that's cool. Yep. Uh, then we've got Street Eliminator. Winner was Eric Lawson with a .001 spread. Wow. So 11.722 and 11.723. That's insane. Yeah. Pretty awesome. And then this next one's going to look real familiar because I think it's right behind you. Yeah, yeah. The Man, runner when, I up. Saw your, when I saw your post and saw the pictures, I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm so glad that they went. Yep. So Street Eliminator runner up was Steve Eden with a point zero zero six spread. They had a 12.961 and a 12.967. 
Wow, that's crazy. So, you know, when they did Drag Week last year, that car ran high tens. Like, I think yeah. they ran like a 1097 or something one day. So that's pretty crazy. So I, I know talking to Brenda, which is Pete's wife, um, they were thrashing to get the car ready and they just didn't make Drag Week, which is the first time they haven't made Drag Week in 15 years. Yeah, I remember we were talking about that. So, and then, so they, that was your class winners. And then they did a shootout on sunday so the outlaw heads up winner was dean anderson and i believe i read it correctly that the winner got 50 percent off a set of mickey thompson tires nice so that's pretty cool and then the outlaw heads up runner up was carl thomas again in that fox body and then they also did a heads up in true street so the true street heads up winner was Derek hurd and I believe that was also a twin turbo uh, in that Firebird. That's awesome. And then they also did a um, oops, the True Street Heads Up runner-up was also Doug Dahl. And then they did a hmm. bracket race. And the bracket race winner was Jody Huey. And the runner-up, and I know I'm going to botch the name up here, so I apologize, Joe. Joe, is it Hodgney? No, it Haney. Haney, I would have yeah. never, I would never I, got I think that. We, I, yeah, I think we had that conversation on. Uh, I think he did Midwest Drags. Is it the Midwest Drags or Rocky Mountain? I can't remember. I've seen the car earlier this year. Maybe it was six summer. I don't know. Maybe it was six summer. <laughs> There's so many events. I can't keep them up. Keep right them up where I saw cars. Right. So that it was your bracket race runner up as well. So. Pretty That's awesome cool. overall. Oops, I thought I had one more in there, but I must have missed it. Uh, I think the last slide that I was going to throw in there, and I must have forgot, was there, I think I counted 48 cars that had showed up. Nice. And there was only eight that uh, broke throughout the event. So I didn't think that was wow. horrible. And uh, I, I talked to Nathan a little bit and talked to, just talked a little bit about plans for next year. They're already mm -hmm. looking at tracks for next year. They're already looking at dates. So I'm excited for them to release that information. And hopefully I can make that event again next year, uh, especially if they're back at Byron. That's going to be super easy for me to jump, jump yep. over there because it's only about 30 minutes away. And uh, depending on what other tracks they have, I don't know if they're going to run the same three tracks or if they're going to run different tracks, but uh, I'm excited to see that. And I want to thank both oh, yeah. uh, Nathan and Stacy for letting me come hang out, take pictures. I mean, I got to walk around during the, the downtime because of all the rain, the water had got underneath the rubber and the track was starting to come up. So they were down oh. for about two hours. They fully scraped the track and reprepped it. Um, but it did give me a chance to go around and talk to a bunch of racers and take pictures. I've got a bunch of video. I haven't even started working on putting the video together yet, but I've got a video of walking through the pits, looking at all the cars, and then recorded a bunch of passes. So look for that coming up soon. They also had some other events going on. So one guy's garage doesn't rent out the tracks. They um, partake in like test and tunes and other events. So oh, there was, cool. um, I think it was Midwest super comp series was racing there. So there were some rail cars, there were some street cars. There was some, I don't remember 
what the name of the class was, but um, some younger drivers um, driving kind of like daily driver vehicles. So mm, I think sweet. they were looked like they were with their parents making some passes. That was kind of well, cool like to a, see. Like a junior street type deal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then they had uh, junior drag. So there was all kinds of cars. So uh, if you want to see any of those pictures, you can head over to Motorsports Paparazzi. I posted, I don't know, 90 or so pictures of everything else awesome. that was there that wasn't just drag and drive stuff. That's cool, man. Well, hey, again, I, I appreciate you going up there and doing that. That's it's awesome to to provide coverage for those folks, you know, because usually one guy's garage doesn't get the the coverage that it deserves. I mean, they've been doing that. That's the second or third longest drag and drive event out there. I think uh, third or fourth longest running drag and drive that's out there. So. Yep, this was their eighth event, so. Yep. And they only take like 50 or 60 or 70 cars. I think he had wanted to stretch to 70 this year. And to have 48 show up, man, that's that's a huge number. Yep, they said. For all that, so. Yep, I talked to him. He said 50 to 60. He said he would like to maybe stretch it a little more in the future just so that they can rent the track out themselves. But they really like the the 50-ish number because. Yeah. It, it's it's a real tight everybody knows everybody kind of it gets you that that family feel and and when you yeah. walk through the pits there was a lot of groups of cars together so it when i when i went there was there was groups of people and they were just hanging out uh working on cars a lot of them were just sitting around hanging out especially during that two hour downtime but you could tell yeah. that everybody was was kind of close to each other and i thought that was really cool that's really cool. All right, dude. Well, uh, we, let's get this thing cranking here because we got we got Ryan Hargett and Carl uh, coming up here. Now, we got to talk about Drag Week, which uh, this is going to be a shortened episode on Drag Week coverage. We will talk about it again once I get back from Race Week. Uh, the, the first bit of news is Jerry and Matt Sweet went ham on a Sonny's 800 cubic inch Hemi. Like, this car is crazy. This car performed very, very well. In 2022, we actually based a lot of our points series for the world champion off of the performance of Jerry and Matt Sweet last year. So this was really cool to see them come out. They had not attended an event this year. So it was really cool to see them come out. Maybe they were a sick week to see them come out with just an absolute animal of a car and day one come out and just lay the gauntlet down and run the quickest naturally aspirated pro street single pass in Harad drag week history. Right. I know that is a, that's huge. And what's even cooler is they beat it by 0.045 seconds. <laughs> so, so it wasn't even like they just squeaked by they, they crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, a huge win. And that is, uh, you know, they are one of only two teams to run seven seconds on two different days of drag week because they did a seven eight forty five and then I think a seven nine on the next day and then sadly they were out they could they couldn't finish they made it three days of the event this is actually a picture of them breaking the beams on the third day uh, trying to stay and you can see the big tires the street tires on the back of the car there Doc McIntyre and Jeff McCollum and the C Red Camaro are the only other people to have run can say, you know, to have run seven second days in a naturally aspirated pro street class and, and, uh, Doc McIntyre still owns the record. These guys were on track to really put a, 
a real run against the the record that Doc and them hold it at an 8033 from Drag Week, I think 2015 or 2016. So this is a card that's going to be very, very hard to compete with uh, once they get it all sorted. And again, they were working up until the tech line to get this car ready. So it, it wasn't something that they've had together a long time. They, they literally thrashed to get it done, to get it there, which is really, really cool. So I know they're going to have this car sorted, but will it be enough? Cause I know doc is at home watching all this stuff. And, you know, is he thinking we need more cubic inches? We need to be bigger to, uh, <laughs> to make up, to make up any difference that anybody else has. So the next up is Matt Frost. Obviously you guys can see Hulk there in the picture. He made it three days as well. This track, the the third track was not good to anyone. Um, it, it hurt a lot of cars. <clears throat> His especially, like he actually exploded the Pro Charger, but he did say on Adam Dory's That's Cool Drink live stream that he will be back for 2024 in the Hulk for redemption. This car had the potential to, to really put I don't know, to be a, a front runner in the class. It it laid down some very, very fast times and was was hanging in there, just couldn't couldn't get there. It is a crank driven pro charger. And so, you know, there's just a lot that goes on with that. The next up, uh, next story I have is this picture here is really cool because Paul Powell, who's back facing us here, helped Brian and Jay rebuild the power glide in the pits of Bristol. After they turned in their 1169, which took them out of competition, they ran back to the pits. Jay worked to get the transmission out, and Brian ran with some guys to get to a parts warehouse retailer, like even like a distributor, that essentially sold parts to them kind of almost under the table. It was legit, but like, hey, you know, we're not going to make you set up an account and all that kind of stuff. So he, here's here's these parts to fully rebuild the power glide. And Jay was in awe. He actually said that Paul came over with like a flathead screwdriver, a pair of ring pliers, um, ring nose pliers, whatever you call, and and something else. I can't remember, maybe a magnet or something like that. And that was it. That's all he had. And they were fixing to rebuild the transmission, the power glide to put them back in. And those guys got that done. So they turned in 11.6 that day. They got the rebuild done, got on the road, got going. And then David... Armin Trout, who has the green 67 or 66 Nova, and Paul had troubles of their own. So they didn't even get into their hotel room till like 3 a.m. that morning after staying so late to help Brian and Jay. So really, you know, big, big uh, pat on the back for Paul there. And he ended up winning the Hot Rod Drag Week Spirit of Drag Week Award. So he earned that one for sure. Next up, uh, our friends, John Mankia. You know, uh, yeah, Brian Acton said Nichols Performance. If you're looking for a distributor of parts, that's a uh, that's a good one there. Because Nichols, one of the Nichols salesmen was actually on Drag Week as well uh, in the blue Colorado. So kind of a cool story there. John Mankia, who is no stranger to wrenching on his Camaro uh, on a drag and drive event, had to pull the head off. I can't remember what the struggle was. I think he kept lifting the, the head and blowing the uh, head gasket. So he replaced the head on drag week while you know he just came off of midwest drags of putting this engine in that car to finish midwest drags and then the deals the blue mustang on the side that was driven by chris mary had first and second gear and as you saw earlier as you saw earlier nick deal made the comment of 9000 rpm all day I think I think he said they were turning 8,800 out of second gear to run that car. 
here's what's even cooler. They ended up third in the street race small block power rider class with only first and second gear, not a power glide, like a turbo 400 that run it all the way out the back. Uh, let's let's answer this question here. Todd Kleeman asks, who owns the NA record currently for Drag Week? Uh, Doc McIntyre and Jeff McConnell own it at 8033 average. And then for all events currently, Ed Enzer owns it with a 749 or 751 or something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> Ryan Hargett, 8800. That's low. I'm going to let you drive. So let's see. Nick Deal. And then next up is Mike Rymars. I want to congratulate him. He is a new record holder for Street Machine Eliminator, dropping the previous average record. Now, Street Machine Eliminator is an index limited class to 10.000. His average across five days of racing was 10.030, knocking off um, Jared Ball's 2018 record of 10.034. So literally, uh, what, what's that across five days of racing? 0. 0.008 yeah. every day being faster? 0. 0.008 to be faster. So that's kind of a cool story. So congratulations to him. I know he worked very, very hard to get there. Um, that team was always wrenching, always trying to find, you know, the adding weight, taking weight out, adjusting air pressure, all that kind of stuff. So I got a really good interview with him that'll be coming out later with some of his passes on it. And then, of course, the guy that's in the background uh, that is coming up here shortly, Mr. Ryan Hargett, demolished, destroyed the Super Street Small Block Power Adder class record with his ET of 7292 average. Y'all just flat out laid it out. Mile an hour average, he also took that record at 192.8 miles an hour. Absolutely insane. One thing that is really cool, so I'm talking to someone in a hotel room that I split. I'm not going to say who because this information may not be available, may be out and about in the world. But after this was set, I was obviously talking about what's that mean because Calvin Hayward actually set this record back in 2015, the first year of this class, the first year of Super Street Small Block Power Rider. Calvin Hayward laid it down with a 7615, and I've heard that Calvin is coming back to drag week in the future. He's building a car right now. It's coming back. Now, the person I was talking to gave me more information, but I'm not going to say it yet. So I'm excited. This, this could be really cool. And I want to congratulate Ryan Hargett, who absolutely went wild this week, had a pass of, hold on, turned in a pass, 196 miles an hour, 195.99 miles an hour, 194.63, 195.99. 51 miles per hour and then 182.7 once he had it all locked up. That's pretty impressive to figure that you have what is essentially this car could pull into any parking lot and no one would know it's like that. I mean, it's it is so cool and I know he's probably blushing back there, but this car is one of my favorites. His wife is one of my favorite people and Ryan's a good dude too, but I mean like Tammy's awesome. And so we got to pit by them throughout the weekend and, uh, and hang out. So he did offer me a bed in the, in his trailer instead of sleeping in the trailer with Jay and Brian. I didn't take him up on it, but anyways, I want to say thanks to him. So, so that was really cool. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of stuff that happened at drag week that I haven't even gotten into. And I took more than 800 videos, maybe almost 900 videos with the big camera. And then at least 800 on my phone between videos and 
pictures. So I'll be able to tell a lot of really, really good stories. Obviously, I followed the street race small block power rider class pretty heavily. That was mainly who I was focusing on all week. And um, it's there's going to be a really, really good story that comes from that. Because, you know, you think about it, Jay and Brian were in third or fourth place leading up to their their struggle. And then if they hadn't turned in 1169 that day, if they had just been in the high eights, they would have, you know, placed in the top five. So anyways, it was really, really cool. So let's move on. Let's talk about what you got up next, which I think is found on Racing Junk Classifieds. Who is the official buy-sell trade of Dragon Drive Addiction? Yep. Uh, since we're going to keep it short tonight, I've only got one find for tonight. Uh, and that is an 86 Monte Carlo Dragon Drive roller for $10,000. Only one picture here, but it is in Davenport, Iowa, which again, I keep finding these cars that are really close to me. <laughs> it's a roller engine and trans, no engine and trans, um, no shifter, no wheels, different steering wheel. You can get it for 7K without that stuff. Uh, it was built with the intent of Dragon Drives. It completed six summer. Tons of really nice parts. Quick performance 9-inch, 390 gears with a spool, box control arms, Moroso springs on all four corners, uh, competition engineering front shocks, manual steering gear, motion column, Willwood master cylinder. So you can see there's a lot of decent parts mm -hmm. on here. 100% um, ready to drop your engine and trans combo in and go racing or cruising. And the only reason they're selling it is because they bought another car that they want to build. So it seems I, I like a, I remember that. I remember that car from Six Summer. Yeah, it seems like a pretty decent car. Looks decent. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a fan of that body style. So yeah. Anybody's got a Turbo LS sitting around that they're looking to put it in something? Here you go. Right. All so right. Again, right. just the one for tonight. Yep. Well, and I want to say thanks to Racing Junk Classifieds for coming on board and being being a part of the program here. They uh, they help us. We actually see continued growth from their newsletter that they send out every week. So if you're not on that newsletter list, you need to get on that for sure. Well, let's talk about the last thing before we bring Ryan on, which is NHRA Street Legal. Y'all, this is an 860 index class that they've been running exhibitions all year at different events. You've seen some of the stuff uh, previously. I want to congratulate Emily Ballard and Cody on their win in this class. This was pretty difficult weekend, actually. We, well, uh, let me back up. Th this whole weekend was basically set up by Hot Rods Mike Glimmy and NHRA's Lonnie Grimm, who we all know from Dragon Drive events. Essentially, we were going to run at the Carolina Nationals at ZMAX because there was already an NHRA event there, which was really cool to be a part of, like, you know, what what we do is really still very grassroots and what NHRA does is very much professional. So to pull in there and see all of those trucks and trailers and all the top fuel cars and all that stuff, because we didn't arrive until Saturday or uh, we arrived Friday night, but we came to the track Saturday morning. So to pull in and, and Mike had set up an area right in the beginning of nitro alley for all these cars so we had a ton of traffic all weekend it was it was really cool like i said earlier there were people that were walking around you know picking up these trailers trying to figure out like are you serious these things you you drive these things a thousand miles and like randy bellahar was there and i think he probably talked to almost as many people as jay and brian did because like these guys would come by and of course hoods are up or off or whatever and they're like 
what do you mean you just got done with drag week and it's this clean or, or how many miles did you put on? How did the car survive? And you know, every one of those cars came by or every one of those cars finished the week. So we had Randy Seward who finished second in street race, small block power adder. He was there. Jeff Oppenheim in the El Camino, Brian Acton, Dustin Trance, you know, who won street race, small block power adder and reset the record uh, with an eight, five Oh, actually the first racer to ever end or to ever have an eight, five, zero average in an eight fifty index class. So congratulations to him. I've got a whole big thing on that. We'll talk about after I get back from race week. Randy Belhar, Rick Steinke, and the honks of honk if parts fall off. Alex Carella and Jason Russo were there. And y'all, so it was like a huge mix of cars. You had uh, Emily Ballard made the trip down. She didn't do drag week with us, but she came down because obviously she's done drag week. She was 2022's fastest female in drag and drive. And then Letitia Hughes, who is actually the NMRA class winner in the 860 index, who's been trying to get NHRA to do this for a long time. So she was there and it was really cool to see how things played out. It was, we were supposed to have two passes on Saturday, but it rained about midday. So we got one pass and then they spent all this time cleaning the track and getting everything ready after it stopped. So we only had the one qualifying pass and that really put people into to struggle mode because we didn't know that we were only getting one path when everybody made those right so they were trying to get their tune set up well randy seward comes off the trailer first pass burnout eight six zero with an eight. Oh boy's got it figured out right so then emily comes in she runs an 860 with a uh, 865 with a one and then her boys brian and jay end up with an 865 with an eight so at that point, they're like, okay, we can get this sorted. There were a few racers like Alex Carella, and um, I think, I can't remember who else ran under, but they, they ran like 858, 856, things like that, right? So they were, everybody was really, really close. It was highly competitive, but they just didn't quite get there. So we do that Saturday. Thank you to Mike Galemi for hooking us up with lunch or breakfast, lunch, and dinner in a suite. Y'all, we were like at the starting line in a sweet way up. So a lot of the footage that's going to come from this weekend or actually did come. I've edited most of those videos uh, is, is from the suite standing up there. We're way over the track looking down. It was, it was my first introduction to nitro. It's my first introduction to any of that stuff. Uh, uh, I'm a fan. That's what I'm saying. I'm a fan. So it was really cool. But Sunday, we actually kind of got hosed a little bit. We were supposed to run right before the uh, pro finals and then they pushed us back because they had some scheduling issues that came up. So we actually had to run after the pros. But it was really cool because we ran right after the Factory X cars. So there's a video I'm putting together now that is the Factory X cars and then ours competing with that. Because one of the Factory X cars that won the whole thing was the uh, somebody's rod shop. It's the Camaro. And so, you know, Emily's Camaro being a first gen and that Camaro being the you know sixth or seventh gym whatever camaros are on now so that was really cool to see those back-to-back -back running same lane all that kind of stuff so really a neat deal I, I really want to say thanks to mike and lonnie for for even considering me to be there i want to say thanks to warren evans who runs dragracer.tv for getting me into the media room on saturday so i could upload some videos uh really appreciate that emily ended up going on to win with an 873 pass after she lifted because uh, Randy Seward had something happen about mid track on his car, probably 600 feet out. And it just kind of laid over and 
as we were leaving, he still couldn't figure out what had happened because he had full boost and all that. It just car just laid over. So anyways, that was a really cool event. And congratulations to Emily, who's getting married in 18 days now. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's a huge plus for them. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited for them. So did so you get, about, did you get to uh, stand next to any of those nitro cars in the pits? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So one of the shorts on the channel is me st- like walking up to it and then they just whack that throttle man it got me good i almost dropped my phone and it didn't stop recording because i jumped so hard and then uh jay for uh, jay forced me to stand behind one as they were firing it up and i was crying and yeah. coughing and couldn't breathe it was it was pretty amazing that's a uh that's a good deal but there was this kid who was probably 10 or 11 that was literally two feet from the tire at each of the ones that would start up, he would take off running. Like once they do their throttle whack or whatever, he'd take off running and go get behind another one and then go get behind another one. We saw him do it at least three or four times. So that kid's wow. going to have brain damage once he gets <laughs> on. <laughs> and you could feel that when those cars go down the track. Oh, like there's, there's several videos, even when we're up in the suite that the camera shakes, like it's just like a different feeling in your body. Like you, everybody says you can't breathe, but it's like, your body is just, ah, there's, yeah. this is, I don't know. Your, your body is in survive mode, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, on, on Sunday, Jay and I watched every pro round. And so we didn't, we didn't have the suite on Sunday. So we were actually about eight rows up at the starting line on Sunday. So that was pretty intense. He kept asking if I wanted to go down to the lane, like to the fence row there. And I was like, nah, I'm okay sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I uh, I didn't have ear earplugs, so it would have you know been standing there her, like a goofball, you know, with everybody else standing there like that too. So it was a good yeah. time. I, I want to say thanks to Jay for for showing me a good time there. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly how my experience was at uh, uh, Joliet when I went for the one earlier in the year. So glad you had a similar experience. <laughs> I got the walking through the pits and crying and coughing all yeah. that stuff too. But I'd do it all over again. Oh yeah. In a heartbeat. And, uh, and like I said, I got to talk to Clay Milliken for a minute. It was really cool. Is like, we were really kind of having just a, you know, a quick, like, Hey, sign my hat, get a selfie conversation. And then as we were doing that, we were like the last people in line. So we actually, I went to walk off and there was nobody there and he was like, Hey, hey. and so we came back and, uh, we were talking about, that's when we talked about the 5,100 pounds of Dentley and like running tens. And he just wants to do one to experience it because he said that this community is the best community he's ever been around. He's like the, everybody is, is just focused on everyone else finishing. So he said, that's, that's pretty amazing. And at, at a professional level, that would be hard because you don't want that other guy to win. You don't want to give that other guy parts because he may beat you, you know? And uh, so that's the way it works on, on that level. But you know, dragon drives not like that. So, and hopefully it never will. I don't, I don't know if we'd ever see a professional dragon drive team i don't i don't know if there's any there's enough there for that but the last event i want to talk about is redwood rally which is happening again right now so we'll have some some data on that but so i'm going to leave the pictures that are posted by uh, brian collinsworth up here i'm going to run through these very fast the class leaders currently now this is not as of today so this is probably two days of stuff, two days of passes. Uh, Three-pedal domestic is Brent Durst. Three-pedal import is Chris Oler. American Graffiti double power adder 
I don't know what that means. And there's a lot of people in that class. So it's not like they built a class for one person. Uh, is Chris Ballard, American Graffiti single power adder. Is Edward Rochelle, American Graffiti class leader, or American Graffiti magnum power adder. Is Lou Santinelli, San, Santalina, Lou Santalina. Uh, American Graffiti naturally aspirated is Matt Hiscox. American Graffiti Magnum NA. I don't know what the difference there is. Alan Taylor. Junior Street is Dylan Ellsworth. And I really expected to see uh, Austin Alsop in that, but he is in the Mind Over Matter class, which I think is probably their like DYO class. And then Redwood Radials, a familiar name, Donovan Linwood. Two Motion is Charlie Blunt leading that class. And then Unlimited is Shane Propst leading that class. So good luck to those racers this week. I, I, I wish you all the best. There are some photos that are coming out that are just, man, stellar. Like this photo here. I mean, it's really awesome to see these kind of views on a Dragon Drive. And I, I think I'm going to end up with a lot of this kind of stuff when we are at Race Week in the mountains next week. So, yeah. anyway, congratulations to those folks. Uh, good luck to the to the entire group at, uh, at Redwood Rally right now. So, all right. Are you tired of me talking? Let's, no, let's never. Um, the the man that has absolutely destroyed the the record from before him in Super Street Small Block Power Adder, sir. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Oh man, we are awesome. I'm glad to have you on here. We spent a lot of time together last week. I I probably spent more time with Tammy than I did with you because I would bother her on the line. Not I not, I, I say bother. I was running around with the camera and as she was up there, you know, getting you lined up and stage and things like that. So let's, let's talk about uh, one, who you are, what you do, and then the car to, to kick the show off. Okay. Uh, obviously the name's Ryan Hargett. Um, I have my own shop in Evansville, Indiana, that we do anything from general automotive repairs all the way up to building, you know, a drag and drive car uh, similar to ours. Um, our car is a 2011 Mustang with a twin turbo Coyote in it, uh, turbo 400 transmission, uh, from RPM. And then we have another car too. We run out of the shop, uh, this Brent Sinclair's, but he wasn't manly enough this year to, uh, be able to come run this car. So, it, you know, I have another question too. You guys are both real men and you have beards, right? So if you have a friend like Sinclair, that makes fun of you for having a beard. Is that just because you can't grow one, you think? I mean, there's probably a little jealousy that comes into that. Okay. All right. I was yeah, just your, your beard is nice. You have a but, nice beard. Yeah, not as nice as yours, you know. <laughs> hey, you know, there, there's very little upkeep that's in this one. I'm a lucky person. Yeah, same here. There's yeah. gray. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. There's a big old patch right over here somewhere. So come along hanging out with all you dragon drive racers that's uh that'll happen well dude you had a stellar week i mean you, you guys absolutely you came in with a with a plan and a goal was to you know you and i had had conversations before the event started of what the record was you know what you needed to do and and how that worked into your plan so so kind of walk us through you know you made some changes between uh drag week last year and drag week this year and then uh like, like what was the mindset behind those? What fuel change, all that kind of stuff. So this year we switched it to methanol. Um, 
you know, got rid of the intercooler and the ice chest and everything. Um, went to a little bit bigger turbo, went to HPT um, turbos um, now, which are working really well. Um, put a set of APHIS injectors in it, you know, for the methanol side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was really the major changes. Obviously, we had to build a whole new turbo kit, you know, same engine, um, different intake, similar intake, but same brand intake, same manufacturer, just no intercooler now. Um, yeah. Just tired of messing with the ice, you know. It, and it's funny, you, you were talking about Cal a while ago. So the first year I went to Drag Week, you know, he kind of welcomed me and, you know, kind of showed me the ropes a little bit. I had no clue. Like the first year we went, we just kind of, you know, lazily got there and going to get in line for tech and didn't know that you better be there early and you better be ready to go. And kind of learned some of that from Cal because, man, he was the first one there. He would one and done. He'd be the first one gone and out of there. So, um, you know, that was our goal. That was me and Tammy's goal to get there, get in, get out. And we kind of take pride too in our car. We don't have to do much between switching it from street to race, you know. We don't have to adjust valves. I mean, the only reason we need to raise it up is to change the tires and, um, you know, we might change the tires and take the air filters off of it. And, put the belt on it for the mechanical pump and it's about ready to go. So, you know, that, that was our big goal too, was making sure it was really easy to turn the car over. The trailer was really organized. I did some updates on the trailer too, to make it more convenient, just to try to, you know, in and out as fast as we could. So. Yeah. It was impressive to watch you guys make the change and be ready so quickly because typically i think most of the days a and b class ran ran first <laughs> dev and vander don't act like you weren't jealous of my air I would, I would be jealous of them if i needed them i, I don't need to jack it up and work on it like those pro mods <laughs> that's right that's right that's funny. Well, Devin and then put on a, a clinic this week too on how to make a 275 work. Uh, it was it was pretty impressive. Took third overall, and so we'll be talking about that one uh, after I get back from race week. He was only two tenths. He was only two tenths faster than that little 3,500 pound small block. Whoo, man! Mm. Mm. I, I'm thinking. I'm hearing some uh, hearing some more grudge stuff. Uh, to happen here pretty soon. He, he can't defend himself, so it's my prime opportunity to get out here and mess with him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we don't have time to bring uh, him on with you guys and go four hours again. Yeah, we know what happens, don't we? Yeah, that's right. That's right. We just keep talking. <laughs> we can lock him for a two car shootout. <laughs> yep, that's right. Well, uh, I'll tell you the the car was fun to watch all week. It the way it leaves, it just, you know, there's like this small wheelie that you just ride out. I don't know how far you rode it one day, but it had to be 150, 200 feet. It's really cool. I got that on camera too. So I have a lot of footage of your car. Um, I think I have a few conversations with you uh, talking about some of the stuff. One of those conversations is the mechanical pump. Uh, tell us that story because you actually damaged a mechanical pump. Yeah. So the really ironic thing is that my spare pump was sitting in the big trailer and I was like, those, that pump's new. I mean, I, do I really need to take that? I mean, I, there's so much stuff in there. The trailer just keeps getting heavier and heavier. You know how I'm trying to decide what to take. And I'm like, yeah, I'll throw it in there. Well, day one, 
went out there and we would have made a really good run on the first day because the track was really good early in the day and about half track it just shut off and then it would try to come back on the street side of the, of the fuel system and then it would shut off and it just bucked the whole way down i'm like what's going on so we get back and found that it lost uh, fuel pressure it's like well the belt's on and everything looks good it has fuel in it i mean what's going on with it so apparently the drive had come loose and just slipped out enough off the pump that it stripped the splines out um, going into the pump so didn't have a spare drive and luckily the splines were okay in it and then we put a new pump on it and, and you know went out there and it was fine so i'm going to do something a little different next time to to make sure that pump cannot come loose like that it's just a it's just a collar that it slips in and it pinches down on it and I'm going to put a set screw or something in it to keep it from, from walking out, you know. I got you. So the mechanical pump, when you have it, is it a, a like just a single belt that runs the mechanical pump or is it like a full serpentine? No, it's just, to... a little, it's just a little small cog belt um, mm. on, on, on the methanol side. And it doesn't kick into the methanol until over, it starts transitioning to the methanol over five pounds of boost. So, um, oh, nice. Any, anytime you're driving it, even on the big end of the track when you're letting off and coasting and coming back it's it's on the pump gas side or e85 one it's on that side so So do you run two separate do you run two sets of injectors or like two full fuel systems yeah so it has the same fuel system that it had last year um which is a factory fuel tank you know there's three four innovations pumps in the tank um and it said ID 2000 injectors that I put up underneath um, the intake. That's one, that's the what we'll call the street side. And then there's a mechanical pump, uh, a small tank under the hood, and a set of APHIS 800 pound an hour injectors on the outside for the methanol side. Nice, because the orifices are so big. It's just like garden hose that dude. Yeah. <laughs> it, it'll, it'll idle on those with that little bitty engine you know they, they won't hardly um the pulse width won't hardly get down low enough to, to idle on those it'll do it because they're a pretty good injector but you know it but it hates it, it. <laughs> but it hates it that's for sure well um i'll tell you that again the car was really cool to watch all week i'm i'm sitting here and i'm i'm thinking about world champion points and uh and begin to do the math what 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 does your car run in the eighth so the fastest it's been was that day two when a seven sixteen that was uh four sixty eight at right at 160 to the eighth so it had been four I'm not, tell, I'm not telling you what to do but if you go to southeast street and you'd you have a pretty good chance of uh devin wants me to come run that i mean so the problem is, is that, you know, the person we have watching here talking her into to go and do another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you need, you need your number one co-pilot. So let's talk about events previous to this. So you did, uh, you did drag week, you did Midwest drags and yeah. did you guys do sick week? I can't remember. No, we weren't ready. I was signed up, you know, donating my money, no deal, but, um, <laughs> we just combination weren't ready. And there was, we had a lot of personal things happening that it made it where it wasn't ready so yeah um, i can i can understand we definitely don't need to get into those that's uh that's no fun when we talk about race car stuff so 
So Midwest Drags and I guess that makes sense because you've got 72 points. So Midwest Drags and and Hot Rod Drag Week, which again, those are back to back. I mean, you know, we did we did Midwest Drags in July, and now here we are, what uh, two and a half months later doing or two months later doing Drag Week. So that's a uh, that's pretty tight. The crazy thing is, you know, normally I'm the type I want to go out test, 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 right? Besides Midwest Drag, which is the first time we had the car out since we redid everything. We went to one streetcar takeover in Bowling Green. That's it. Wow. We haven't had a car out any other time. And we didn't even get that's to test crazy. for every week. So Wow. That's uh that's that's very unlike you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm looking at the second place here. It looks like in again, Super Street Small Block Power Rider was a class you won. Another 63 Nova, uh, Michael Ward. I don't guess I remember this car. Oh, the orange car, the EFI. <laughs> Uh, EFI streetcar or uh, EFI something on the side door. Um, but you had him covered by almost a full half second. Yeah, I think they were, he was limited by his uh, license, I think. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rick Dodge ran so good they closed the lanes early. Easy now. We don't need to don't get into that argument me. anymore. <laughs> not, not on you. I think you were probably oh, gone by then. Yeah that's awesome well um what are what are plans for the car you're going to do some more testing you got more more stuff so, coming up? The... we just we have a lot of stuff coming up here at home we there's a huge festival they have it's like supposedly the second largest street festival and they have a big parade so we're going to put our car and some customers cars and stuff in that and then we have our open house and we have a dyno shootout and burnout contest and all that and that's coming up in a couple weeks so um we're pretty busy to, you know in the next few weeks here so i don't yeah. know if we'll get it again or not i mean i guess what's the yeah, what's the date on the the dino day your your open house oh boy it's terrible i don't know off the top of my head man i i, I think on. i tried to make it last year it was uh it's in october right yes yeah yeah the 14th yeah. Oh, nice. October 14th, Saturday, October 14th, uh, 12 to 9. So That's cool. So who who currently holds the dyno record? Or uh, who won it last year? Are they coming back? I'm trying to remember. I honestly don't remember who won it last year. It's terrible, isn't it? So as far as who holds the dyno record, that's that's our car. That, but we don't normally put it on there um, during the dyno shootout. I think yeah. during the dyno shootout, the most power we've had on there is probably around 1,500. Nice. Yeah. That's a bunch. They just depends yeah. on who, you know, who signs up, who, who shows yeah. up. It's kind of like going to a race, you know. Some years, right. 900 horsepower win it, you know. <laughs> right. So what you're saying is up. no matter what you make, come out. Support the yeah, support shop. Sure. Have fun. Yeah, that's what it's all um, about. So, so I guess the question that leads us into that then is, uh, how much power does your car make? Right now, I don't really know because I haven't got it on there and really pushed it on the dyno. The, the big problem, you know, our dyno will will hold the power, no problem, is the torque converter. So, the converter in that thing is fairly loose and it turns, you know, we zing it up pretty high, and it wants to blow through the converter on the dyno. So. 
I have a stator I put in it and put it on the dyno with the oak combo and it's made like 2030 to the tire. Um, but we're way more boost now than what yep. that was then, you know, so um, over 2000, you know, and it has to be to run the mile per hour. It's, it's ran mm -hmm. for being, it's, it's right at 3,500 pounds of me in it. So streetcar baby headlights yep. self blinkers pulls a trailer <laughs> so uh fastest mile an hour of the week for you real quick let me run down through here i guess would be the 19608 correct yep yep man that's crazy that's that's really really fast and again obviously enough to take the the class record and uh in mile per hour too i i really think you just absolutely destroyed it as well uh, I really wanted to go 200 mile an hour, but and I and I tried uh, on Friday, but between the headwind and the beginning of that track was not the greatest. It uh, you know I went out I went the 23 on Friday, which was I'm looking at my notes here. Yeah, 23 on Friday um, was a little faster, but it was only 182 mile an hour. That's because it was sideways and I had to let off. So yeah. Uh, I wanted to get in that 200 mile an hour club, but it didn't happen. Dude, you were so close to. So it look, I'm looking here. Jonathan Coleman actually in 2019 held the mile an hour average record at 185.57. So you you beat that by seven miles an hour average. And I mean, I, I think every day except Friday you were you were above that. So pretty crazy, man. And the car's been 198. I think we've faster been 197 and some change maybe. I think. Wow, I, I think that's right at, at Midwest Drags, right? No, I can't remember if we went that fast at Midwest Drags, but the streetcar takeover thing we went to, I was telling you about. Um, mm -hmm. That's when we had our fastest mile an hour. And the crazy thing is, it was a hundred. It was literally a hundred degrees outside when we did that. So <laughs> imagine if it was eighty. We, we had a couple of good days, but there were, there were several afternoons where it got warm. Yeah. I really wanted to go up Tuesday and make another run, but um, the boss kind of trumped me on that. She's, you know, and I agreed with her. As sure as we go up there and make another run, um, then we tear something up and yep. we're not going to get to the next track. I mean, you know, yeah. at that point, How many it was, days? go ahead. No, I said at that point, it was, you know, just doing what we had to do to win. Uh, yeah. How many days were you one and done? Um, so the first day I wasn't because of the fuel pump. Day two I was. Day three. Was day three Bristol? Yeah. Bristol I wasn't. First run I spun. Day four I was. And the last day... It could have been, but we went back up and tried to try to get that two hundred mile hour thing. So yeah, because you you were, and it's the last day. You're at the you're at the track. The trucks, the truck and trailer is there. So yeah, that's awesome. I see Rich Guido in here saying he's on the road headed to race week. He's listening, so I want to say good luck to him, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of days. That's exciting. Yeah, see I, him down there. He, he's also in contention for uh, what could be a Dragon Drive World Champion. Uh, run there as well. 
So next week is, you know, this, I, I kept saying drag week was going to change a lot of stuff and it did. It really elevated a lot of guys to the point where now I'm sure everybody's kind of thinking, uh, maybe I could do that. And then, you know, then we're going to go right into race week here. So it's going to be, going to be pretty interesting. I do so what wanna, Sorry. Just real quick. I want to fix this. Um, I did have the wrong car pulled up earlier for Dean Anderson. So I do want to just. Uh, correct that here. I'm going to pull, I got a picture of the car here. I'm going to share if I can. I just wanted to pull that up so that I could get that corrected. So this was the car for Dean Anderson. Mm. So awesome. thanks Jennifer for mentioning that. I, I did have the wrong car in there. I originally had the, uh, the other G by well, so. I mean, he's in the background. <laughs> I <laughs> so, just meant the other lane. <laughs> so, so this one was Dean Anderson, and she did say that they won a pair of Mickey Thompson tires. So, that's awesome. So, thanks for catching Mickey that. Thompson's my, a, my apologies for having the wrong car there. Yeah, Mickey Thompson's a big supporter of the Dragon Drive community. That's awesome. So, how many races are left that will apply to the points? So race week, uh, the drag challenge, but you're not going to send it to the Australia and then Southeast street and Ute and death week. So we still have, we have still, still have three in the States <clears throat> death week, I think would be very difficult because you've got to, you know, obviously we'll have ET based points. So for folks that have in like a, an eight second average ET, they'll still get those ET points, but we're, we'll, since they don't have classes, we'll only be awarding to the top three as like the first place gets seven, second place gets five, and third place gets three points. But like Southeast Street, and you, I mean, you know, they have a lot of classes, a lot of open stuff there, and then race week next week. So, and I, I would think, I'm not saying this for any event, but I would think that uh, any event at this point is going to take anyone that shows up. They're not going to turn anyone away because they, they want to see as much racing as we want, as everybody out here wants to see racing too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really excited about race week to get into the mountains. I'm ready to, to to experience that side of stuff. You know, we've done a lot of Midwest stuff and, you know, now Southeast with sick week and things like that, but never really been in the mountains. So it's going to be cool. That'd be cool. It's just so hard to get away, you know, yeah. for that time. Well, I think, uh, I think. And especially for you guys, I mean, you just did two back to back, you know. Yeah. I think Brian said he would pilot it for you, right? <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't made that comment in here yet. Me too. He's been wearing me out. Yeah. He he all he almost almost had you on Monday night. It was or uh Sunday night. It was it was close of you guys swapping for Friday, but that was you were almost there. Maybe another few beers and you'd have agreed to it. He had a he had to borrow my scooter Friday to run back and, and get something and uh he'd come back. I was sitting in his car in the lane. It's like, it's in fits me so we can trade. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, <laughs> you guys not only won your class, but you won a few other awards too. So what, what are some of the other things you won at Drag Week? So we won the uh, quickest Ford. And then we also won the uh, quickest with a sealed engine. Wow. That's impressive. So you never have took a valve cover off for anything like that. That takes a lot mm -hmm. of planning. Uh, from the beginning, like um, who does your who does your valve train? It's factory. What? <laughs> no way. Yes. 
like factory, factory cams and stuff. I mean, obviously, you got to have no, house in there, but the, uh, it has a uh, set of comp cams in it. They're just nothing special. Um, the heads are stock, uh, Boss Ford factory CNC heads that has, you know, set of springs and uh, after, you know, set of valves in it. The funny thing is, I was joking with uh, Jay and Brian. So I just finally changed my valve springs um, since like 2017. Jeez, so, dude, wow. what the heck, man? Now there's twice as many, but um, it's the valve train so small that stuff just it lasts. Yeah. The followers well, are all well, factory board board stuff. Wow. And, and I was gonna say like you're. You know, you're, you're literally putting that load over over four as compared to two valves, you know, in like a push rod setup, you know. Um, what about like chains and stuff? Do you, with the county, are, are they, the cams chain driven, right? Yeah, yeah, they're chain driven. So, uh, interesting story about that. So, I tried a different brand chain. I'm not going to say what brand it was um, at Midwest Drags, and I, Luckily, was changing the oil after we went to the streetcar takeover. Uh, I was telling you about it. I found a piece of the chain on the oil drain. Yeah. Luckily, it fell down there. You know what I mean? That would have been catastrophic. Yeah. So I went back to the tried and true, just the genuine Ford factory Ford chains. So the secondary chains yeah. are upgraded. Um, they look like a, that's right, more chains and brain. They look like a big black Chevy time and chain almost on the secondaries. They're aftermarket. Um, but the primaries are just factory forward and they're not that expensive. So just change them off. And, you know, I think yeah. how to end up with that other brand on there is one of those deals where you couldn't get the factory forward ones fast enough. And yeah. I tried this other brand. So I won't do that again. I was scared. Well, let's talk about uh, kind of, people that helped build the car you know i think you had uh 10 soldiers race cars do some of the chassis work right and then yeah. are, are you you're you're solid axle out back so who put all that together and what's your setup so 10 soldier um they originally did the the cage that's in there the 25 3k we've done a bunch of updates to it since then but they originally did the cage um the rear suspensions you know it's all stock location and stuff um Racecraft control arms. It's a strange, just a bolt-in nine-inch for that car. It's uh, nothing, nothing crazy special. Still has factory panhard bar on it. Um, that's really <laughs> special guest. Yeah, that's so really about it on the back. Here. He's uh, he's grabbing some stuff for the uh, from the shop. Yeah, yeah. Ready to go. Hopefully, get all the rest of my stuff done today. Tonight, tomorrow, whatever. Yeah, he leaves Friday morning for race week. So I had to cool. take a bunch of stuff out to his house and forgot a bunch of clothes that I wanted to put in my <laughs> Dude, I moved that trailer today. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got scooters and tents and all that kind of stuff in it. The uh the shocks on the back are they're still in the factory location too. They're they're AFCO. Uh double nice. adjustable. So yeah. That's cool. Well, I'm telling you that, that car is is one of my favorites. I mean, I don't think I've said that this this episode yet. Um, and, and you guys, I mean, y'all are a lot of fun to hang out with. And and really, anytime I think 
it's probably widely known, but anytime you see Ryan and Tammy, they're usually having fun if they're on a on a drag and drive event. Uh, you know, we we got to hang out. I feel like more this time than we really ever have in the past. Usually, I'm sliding in on the morning of to go, but we actually I think everybody showed up early. We were all there kind of su- Sunday. I think is when the PDRA race was, or maybe maybe Saturday. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, Saturday, right? Yep. And then uh, you know we ju- we just had a good time, and we all kind of camped out in the same area and running around and talking to a bunch of the same folks. So it was a good time to hang out with you guys. And uh, I want to say, I appreciate the hospitality. So. Same here. Yeah. We enjoy hanging out with you guys too, for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, well I want to say good luck and uh, I wish I could make it up for the, for the open house. And again, we'll share that across the page. Cause I know there's a lot of folks that live in your area. You know, you guys are in a very good spot for drag racing and car building and things like that. And if you guys don't already follow Hargett Automotive and Performance, you need to. Ryan does a great job at at least kind of keeping us regularly updated on stuff that's in the shop. Uh, a lot of cool builds that go through there in those videos. So that's kind of neat. Thank you. So, yep. Well, cool. Well, uh, we're going to kick you off. We're going to bring on Carl. And then uh, we're, we're working to try and end this thing at, at 10 o'clock Eastern because I'm, I'm trying to get in and see my see my kids before they go to bed. And I have to leave here at 5 a.m. So I need to go to bed early tonight, too. So. Oh, wow. Thanks yeah. for having me, yeah. guys. Thank you. Right. Yep. Thanks a bunch. And congratulations again, Ryan. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Yep. See you, Ryan. Dude, I like that guy. A bunch. Yeah, me too. I really do get to hang out with him quite a bit uh, during this, during drag week. And I'd make it a point to go by and say hi to them every day and things like that. And Tammy's always in a good mood. Um, I tried to get her to do a couple interviews in the while he was doing his burnout or something like that. And she's like, I can't. I got to focus on this. I got to get him lined up. Got to get him staged. So, but, uh, but you I did, did get did uh, some up. cool photos with her. Yeah. Um, yep. on the starting line. So I really liked those when, when I was editing those, the black and white one turned out perfect. Oh yeah. It's, it's kind of the, the shot of her standing with the door open, him in the car, really yep. a, a cool shot and, and a good moment there, you know, with them. I mean, she really is. She's not, she's not just his wife. She's his co-pilot. She does a lot of the work and, and keeps that car running and, and going of, of, what it should do during the uh, during the event. So well, let's bring on Carl because he is hosting the first year of the Great Lakes Drop the Hammer Drag and Drive event. Now, if you guys don't know, and a lot of you folks don't, I actually owned a square body S10 Blazer and he has one as well. And uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of that. We're going to talk about this event that he's got coming up and some of his history in the Drag and Drive community because he's done several of these as well. Good evening, sir. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Oh man, we're doing great. Glad that you're on here now. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I'm excited about your event coming up, but I want to start back a little bit because I, I want to kind of, you know, who who you are, where you live, and then we got to talk about this blazer. Uh, you got to got to give me the rundown. I've seen it at a bunch of different events, and actually, when I was going through my 2014 Drag Week picks, it was one of the pictures that I took while I was over there. I think. So yeah. pretty neat. You, I think you've probably had that a little bit. So let's run into it. So who you are, where you're from, and then about the blazer. Yeah, my name is Carl Stansel. Um, I live in uh, Wyoming, Michigan, kind of Grand Rapids area. Uh, been in drag racing since, you know, that actually that blazer is my first hot rod. Um, I got that in 93. Uh, bought it for my dad and just has progressed nice. over the years. Um, we did our first uh, drag and drive in... Um, was hot rod drag week 2014 
Wow. Um, was because the way the car, the truck's built, it was, uh, we ran, um, unlimited class because it's round tube from the firewall back. It's mild steel oh, cool. chassis. It was just a, a LS at twin turbo, uh, with a turbo 400. Um, we ran in the, in the eights, um, all week with it. And then the following year we did, uh, the first, um, event of Rocky mountain race week. Um, ran uh in the radio class uh, against eric yost and uh coming second to him uh, with it then running in the eights as well um That's awesome. then we took a hiatus a little bit did a uh worked on a did a little bit of a small little local drag and drive three-day deal thing here for a few years in uh 16 and 17 i think it was and then um then we uh, we haven't done much with it, uh, little local stuff. And then 2021, we did uh, Drag Week with it. Um, hit a deer, mucked up the front end a little bit, um, completed that. Um, then we did Sick Week, uh, the first year of Sick Week, uh, mm-hmm. 21. And... Um, we crashed. We put it in the wall on day three at Gainesville, and that put the end uh, uh, to that trip. And then uh, this year we went down to sick week again and uh, blew the motor up on Monday. Uh, actually cracked the block, found another block uh, locally and uh, put all the internals in it and got the truck back together, made it through the week. We beat Gainesville. We we're in fastest passing Gainesville. <laughs> Uh, so that's where I lost yes. it in 22 and 21, uh, 22. So I was pretty pumped about that, that we had achieved that. And we finished the week out yeah. and we haven't done much with the truck this year. Um, with some other things going on, daughter getting married and then putting on, um, drop the hammer takes mm-hmm. a lot of work. So, so I haven't done much with it yet, but we're, we're keep prepping it to go back to sick week again, uh, in 24. Nice. So. Nice. That's awesome. Well, that that is always a fun event. It's always a cool rig to see. I don't have any pictures uh, pulled up here. I should have it, but it's a a flat black uh, square body. What's it like? 80, 87, 88, something like that. 84. 84. 84. That's awesome. Yeah. I had a, uh, I had an 89 in high school. That was two door, two wheel drive. Like that was red with a a V8 in it. And uh, that, that was my first hot rod. You know, the, the old truck that I have now was, it it wasn't the hot rod that that blazer was. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's it's a lot of fun they they transfer weight well and i can imagine y'all's is uh much more built than my factory setup was i think i still had the seven and a half inch axle and all that kind of stuff in that one yeah the guys are trying to talk me into doing some uh no prep stuff with it because it does it it hooks pretty good um nice. I, I don't i rarely have an issue with it hooking even on the radials so yeah well i think one of the one of the cool things about your event is obviously the folks that are involved, you know, we, Jay Blanchard is, is a good friend of mine and we got to talk a little bit about the event while we were down at drag week. So why don't you run us through like the tracks you're, you're running at and kind of your, your format. Yeah, so we're going to be at, uh, us 131 Motorsports park on the 13th. Um, and then, uh, on the 14th, we're going to be at Onondaga, uh, dragway. Um, it's going to be a 125 mile trip, nice. um, between 
between the tracks. And then um, on Sunday, we go back to uh, US 131. It's another 125 miles uh, trip back there. So it gives a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a cruise time. And that's that's kind of what I like about doing these things is getting out there and getting on the road, just cruising along with the other guys and, and whatnot. So um, I wanted to have a, the, the tracks are relatively close uh, to each other, but we, mm-hmm. we made some loops to, to drag it out a little bit so that to get some distance on them. Nice. Uh, it's eight mile like, format. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, I feel like 125 miles is, is a good distance. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's far enough to weed out any, I would call them not, uh, not street cars, but it's long mm-hmm. enough that you're gonna, there's going to be a fuel stop in there for folks. And yep that's where you have the most fun. You're going to find lunch or dinner somewhere with some of your friends. You're going to find a gas station you're going to end up with and and other cars are going to be coming through and all that kind of stuff. So I I think 125 miles is good. Yeah. So yeah, eighth mile, um, you know, it's the traditional average. Uh, We got five running five classes, an unlimited class, and then a uh, 28 slash 275 class and a, uh, 545 index and then a 640 index and those are equivalent to the 850 10 yep. you know quarter mile classes and then a dial your own um class that's awesome um, for yeah yeah well you should you should have plenty of folks across all those that's a uh that's a fun grouping of runs i'm i'm interested to see the eighth mile index stuff i think that'll be as we move forward with dragon driving as as things become larger and we end up with more you know i'm, I'm going to say regional events weekender type stuff and eighth mile stuff i think we're going to really you know it takes a lot to get to be very very consistent in an eighth mile because you have mm-hmm. to have everything right everything has to do what it's supposed to right and the, the, the draw to the eighth mile too is you're not you're not burning the car down on the top end you know mm-hmm. you can you know your certifications are a little bit faster and you can you can have a little more fun on the on the front side versus just running it out the back end yep yeah and that's that's one thing like uh even bill armstrong was talking about that at miles of mayhem was like you know he burned a lot less fuel during the racing to you know so that's a that's a huge win for mm-hmm. as expensive as race fuel is <laughs> yeah no doubt what do you have for route stops? Um, we have, I have three stops for each leg. Um, oh. one of them is a uh, Gilmore car museum. Uh, we'll oh, be cool. stopping in there, taking pictures there for one of them. Um, one is a casino, uh, in route. And double your money, a, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They want to stop and roll some. That's go for it. Bring home a little more. Yeah. Um, then uh, one of the stops is uh, up in the north part of uh, the ter- uh, West Michigan. There's a uh, Fallsburg Bridge, which is a little single lane bridge, wood bridge, uh, 6,000 pound capacity, little deal that they allow people to drive cars across. So wow. we're going to drive through and your, your co-pilot's going to take a picture as you're coming out the other end of it. That's going to be your cool. checkpoint. Something yeah. a little different. Some little fun with it. So that that sounds fun. That's a. I, I think route stops are are really, you know, that's where the game is really stepped up a lot of times. Is you know, 
is it a spot that's big enough for folks to hang out? And then is it also a, uh, a an area that people want to hang out? You know, I think the casino, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a good call. I'm not a gambler. I like to spend my money on car parts, but uh, some folks are, you know. And then Nick Deal here saying Gilmore is in my backyard, literally. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. <laughs> but, uh, awesome. you know, we're, we're going to be done early enough so the guys can – you know, the, the racers can guys, gals, whoever's there, Mm -hmm. they can, they can take their time. They can enjoy the stops. They can enjoy the route. They can get to the hotels, you know, if they're staying at hotels or at home, because I think a majority of my, of the people attending are going to be, uh, uh, local. So they can stay at home, you know, so it makes it a little easier for them. And, you know, that's why I kind of, pushed it for like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So mm-hmm. people aren't having to take a whole week off work. It makes it real hard for that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, we're seeing it now in, in some of the regional events, a lot of these are the, these are the gateway drug to drag and drive. You know, these folks mm-hmm. will come and do this and get this experience and then end up doing a big event, a national event next year. So yeah, what time, what time of day do you race? Uh, it's going to be the middle of the day. Uh, uh, Friday, we're going to start a little bit later because of tech and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be starting at 11 uh, with and running for four hours on the track. Nice. But then Saturday and Sunday, uh, we'll be starting at 10, um, running for four hours on Saturday. And Sunday, we'll go a little bit longer because we're going to do a, a quick eight shootout. Yep. Uh, so we'll take the quick eight, the quickest eight cars that turned in time slips and we'll Throw them in a, a heads up, run with your brong, you know, hold, awesome. no hold bar, chip draw for lane and pairing, and you know, get it down. How cool, man! So, that, that sounds like a ton of fun. And again, guys, you can follow that at Great Lakes Drop the Hammer. It's uh, an event on Facebook. Definitely got to keep up with that stuff and uh, and all that. Well, what else? Uh, you want to give a shout out to some of your sponsors? Yeah, for sure. Um, they got uh, Sleep Doctor. Um, came on. He was my first uh, sponsor that came on. But then we've got uh, J Wire as, as well. You guys have talked about that. Um, I've got uh, Michigan Critical Power, um, uh, Go Fast Productions. Uh, that's actually my home camp for uh, where we build our cars and stuff like that. And uh, the owner there is good. This is going to be his first Dragon Drive. Um, oh, cool. He's uh, he he does a lot of heads up shootout stuff, and uh, we're taking his car and gonna convert it to dragon drive and see what see how he likes it nice um then uh let's see i got uh, um grand uh grand valley towing um uh torque storm superchargers is is come on board uh let's see who else pro finish uh powder coating and then we just uh contreras graphics just came on today uh that's great so we're at it we're adding them today so that's cool. Well, what's the uh, what's the GoFast Productions guy? What's he gonna race? Uh, he's got a '66 GTO, um, mm. two chassis car. Uh, he's done um, uh, Roadkill Nights. Uh, he's actually been the the reigning champion uh, for the last four four or five years, uh, other than the year that uh, Joe Barry won it when he wasn't there. So he's uh, he's gonna see what he. See how he likes the drag and drive stuff. He's going to tow my little trailer that I normally tow. Uh, so that's cool. Well, any uh, any any final thoughts here before we 
before we kick you off because we're getting close to our time? Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, we're we're trying to get more people out there. You know, the the Dragon Drive, the, it's 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 awesome, you know, group and community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, more people are trying to get it, into it and doing it. And, you know, it's it's a fun deal. You know, you get to yeah. race, you get to cruise, you know, just hit us up. Hit yeah. any of the, you the dragon rides things? around your area, you know. Yeah. Yep. I, I think it's pretty cool. Like you guys, you know, there's there's several events that have been in the Michigan area this year. And so that's going to be really, I mean, you guys are going to see an explosion. I think, you know, once once all of the publicity of all those events, all comes, those events comes begins to really play out. So it's going to be kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I want to say good luck to you. We'll see you. We'll obviously be following along on all the stuff. Um, I don't think I have anything that weekend as far as like, I know I won't be traveling or anything, but uh, definitely allow me to to really watch closely and keep everybody updated and share all the posts and things like that. And that's one thing, you know, for the folks that are watching, that's one thing you can do to help these events. If you can't attend, you can at least share posts. You can at least talk about it. You can at least let other people know about it. So jump on Facebook, Great Lakes, drop the hammer and uh, and make sure you're friends with Carl and uh, and keep up with all the things that are that are happening on that event. Thanks, guys. Yeah, right, thank Carl. you. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon. See ya. Awesome. Well, I, like I said, I really do like his uh, his blazer bunch. I did have one in in high school, and that's really what what took me to fought, you know becoming friends and following his stuff. And that event, I think, is going to be is going to be really good. And that part of the country, from what Jay was saying, is going to be beautiful that time of year. So it's going to be really good. They're going to have some very very fast weather. Uh, fast. Yeah car weather boost weather i don't know what you want to call it but uh i'm excited about that i don't want to uh commit to anything but uh my mother-in-law does live real close to that area so i have brought (laughs) it up to the wife that you know maybe that's a good weekend to go visit the mother-in-law and yeah i can slide over one day and you know we'll see listen we got to make that happen man just just be like hey honey i got this great idea I've already told her because we we've talked oh, yeah. about uh, going going up to visit here shortly. So we'll see if we'll see if we can make that happen if that weekend end up ends up working. Yeah. Well, there's nothing better than October 13th through 15th. <laughs> yeah. Well, the weather's beautiful. I've heard this. There's this bridge, like a one lane bridge, we can go look at at about yeah. three o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, I, I I looked it up and I can't remember exactly, but I think we go past it like 45 minutes to where she's at so nice. you know it'd be perfect to go visit one day you know maybe mm-hmm. maybe she can drop me off at the track and go back and visit the next day pick me up later or maybe yep. she can stay for the day i don't know we'll see but uh definitely definitely been talking about that well good bring it on well guys uh, i want to say thanks for everybody that has hung out with us and, and watched the entire episode and everybody's kind of been in and out i want to say thanks again for for doing that for us we appreciate you guys and again this will be cut down and put onto the dragon drive addiction podcast on friday morning most likely um as, as a standalone episode so going to be a good time there and if you're not following us on the podcast stuff it's a great way to catch up on this information we do these event these live streams are put onto the podcast on friday mornings and then the dragon drive news on saturday mornings is put on mondays so i hope i can keep that schedule up next week 
uh, it's going to be a busy week, but I should have plenty of time Monday. It may have to drop a little later Monday because of Sunday and the race and all that kind of stuff. So, all right, well, dude, what, what kind of stuff do we want to, uh, do we want to BS through here at the last, last little bit? I think just, uh, getting everybody excited for the upcoming events. We've been killing it with content between you sending me pictures, you posting videos, me going to an event, you know, you're going to two events. If I can make drop the hammer, that'd be another one. I mean, there's nobody working harder than us right now. Yeah. I'm going to street and eat. So that's going to be awesome. I don't know if I'm going to drive out there or if I'm going to fly. I would really like to fly, but then I need to rent something. I don't know if I want to do that. This little, little Saturn rocket, I changed the oil in it. Uh, Since last Thursday, I guess I left Thursday, maybe Friday. I left Friday morning. I drove 3,300 miles. So, wow. Yeah, it was, it was enough to change the oil again this morning. So that little car just does great, man. 80 something miles and 80 something miles an hour and 30 miles a gallon. So I think it'd be uh, interesting at the end of the year to see how many of the events we have attended for us. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a pretty good number. Oh, yeah. This year, well, I mean, we could run through it real quick if we wanted to, but we'll, uh, we may put that together for next week's show or the week after I get back from race week because I will be on site doing that one then. And uh, yeah, plug for Back to the Streets. You bet. I'm headed out in the morning, 5 30 a.m. I, uh, I will be arriving at the airport to fly to Detroit to uh, meet up with all my race car friends. Matt Lang is the promoter of that event. If you do not follow him, you need to. And guys, Back to the Streets is an event on Facebook. Again, no prep, heads up, elimination, drag and drive. This is going to be nuts. Saturday, Friday is front of the track, no prep at Milan. Saturday is front of the track, no prep at Lapeer. And then Sunday we come back for not only back of the track, no prep, drag and drive, but also a shootout that I think has 30-something cars signed up for a uh, for a back half drag race. So it's going to be pretty crazy. And then Nick Deal here says, I was talking about flying in for Southeast Street, and you, Devin Vanderhoof probably has 10 extra cars that I could drive. <laughs> I don't know about that. There's only one I want to, and it's that white one. So <laughs> 32. Yeah, 32 cars. <laughs> yeah, so it – uh. Yeah, me too at 5.30. Matt Matt Walter's headed that way. I'm excited to see those guys again. Got to meet them and all of all of his group, Walter Racecraft, last year. Uh, like, I think they brought five third gens with three of them being white to Midwest Drags last year. So that's what uh, that's what I got to, to. Oh, he said 46 cars was the last number he heard about a week ago for the shootout. So that should be pretty crazy to watch. And that's going to be on Sunday at Milan. So and then Taylor Hedrick in here saying, see you at Street and Yeet. Uh, what does back of the track involved is Rodney's Rides is asking. So essentially what they do is where the normal shutdown area is for the quarter mile drag strip. They actually, I guess I'm going to say spray paint a starting line and uh, Chuck B. Humble will be out there flagging. I don't know what his normal flagging process is. If it's a flashlight, if it's an arm drop, if it's flag. It's a flashlight. Oh, flashlight. And uh, so he'll be out there. Flashlight starting, cars side by side, heads up, uh, racing that way. And it'll be on a, a normal ladder style, you know, winter moves on. I don't know. We'll, they'll probably do chip draw and all that kind of cool stuff. And I'm sure there'll be some betting that goes on around there as well. So, you know, 
it's it's going to be a crazy weekend. And then obviously I fly right from that right into race week and meet everybody at Bandemir for Bandemir on Tuesday, a drive day on Wednesday and Bandemir on Thursday. Hint, hint, Eric, I don't know how cheap flights are from Chicago to Bandemir or to Denver, but uh, let's let's look into that. I think we were uh, teasing you a little bit last Wednesday on um, on you maybe doing that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So, but if you're going to go to drop the hammer, it's kind of like the the travel, you know, the the back to back travel there. Yeah. What one of us has a full time job here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I can appreciate that for now for you. That's uh, that's that's the way it works, man. Got a lot of lot of comments here popping up in the chat. So I want to say yeah. thanks to everybody that's made comments all night. This has been pretty fun. And dude, I, should we? Should, I'll be live on saturday i guess we could do this news from the from wherever i am that morning i'll be eastern time so we could do 10 o'clock i mean i think that's when racing starts so maybe i can do it from the track we'll do like we did last time where kind of you run the show and have notes and i'll uh i'll do it from that side yeah i think we could make that happen again all right do that and then uh the next wednesday i'll obviously be on site i'll be uh I'll be on race week, but if it's a drive day, I don't know if we'll be back at Bandamere. So I don't know the service for me. So we may have a, a short show or something like that uh, for next week because we'll we'll obviously have the Redwood Rally stuff to update. Yeah, or we could slide it one day forward yeah. or backwards if we need to to make sure you're at a spot yeah. that we can get some service. Yep. So yeah, we'll be racing race week and the Rocky Mountain team race at night, which is really cool. So they'll be doing uh, a lot of uh, the, the night racing I think is really cool because it brings a lot more spectators in. And for us, that means, uh, maybe we can talk to some more folks while we're out there uh, on the show, you know, actually be walking around the pits and then, yeah. Uh, Richard Chuck Norris, Guido driving down for race week right now. Yeah. Taylor, Taylor Hedrick says he wants to be like rich when he grows up. <laughs> I don't blame him. I do too. I just want rich to be my uncle. That's all, that's all i want <laughs> so a lot of good stuff tonight guys thanks so much appreciate you again we can't do this without your support so if you haven't done it yet please hit that share button let everybody know that you were on watching us tonight and uh, if you haven't done it you need to go follow all of our sponsors and race car friends here you know summit racing molly motorsports howard's cam sweet patina and racing junk classifieds all right guys we will uh we'll see you very soon. I'm I'm getting back to I'm gonna go tuck my kids in and then back to posting, back to editing. All right, see you guys. Later. Sweet.